1: Welcome to a Gobble Gobble edition of Hot Takes. I've been <laughs> with me as always is Brother
2: Bishki. Happy Thanksgiving, listeners. We got Brother Lucas in the back. I am very, very, very thankful for the Lodgecast. <laughs>
1: we got Lodge <laughs> Millie, of course.
0: <laughs> hey, hey.
1: And returning champion, Brother Justin.
2: No leftovers. No leftovers. Welcome home, fam.
1: It's our Thanksgiving episode... For the movie Thanksgiving, dropping on Thanksgiving. Wow, that's like a turducken. How did we... Of content. How did we pull this off? That is wild.
2: Yeah, very thankful to be here.
1: It's a movie that Bishki texted me and he's like, we don't need to do that one. And I said, the fuck we don't. We're going to go <laughs> and cover this stupid movie. Before we get into yeah. it and before we even get the schnapps, what's our Eli
3: Roth temperature in this here Edge. I've seen one Eli Roth called Hostile. That's it? That's it? That's it, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, like,
2: following him. Wow. Yeah, I saw Cabin Fever, but that's it.
0: Yeah, I-, I saw not a lot of Eli Roth. I mean, he has a zing, but he isn't my favorite.
1: I think, Justin, you and I have probably seen all of them, right? I've seen
4: close to all of them. I think he dipped his toes into the PG world for a little bit after Knock Knock. Yeah, I I didn't do that. Um, But my favorite work of his was Eli Roth's Goratorium, which was a haunted house in Vegas. Las Vegas. Billy and I went through that. It was fucking fantastic, and I am upset that it is not there anymore.
1: It uh, was here for a good time, not for a long time. (laughs) I... (sighs) I loved Cabin Fever. Uh despite how seemingly paint by numbers it is, like the plot, like if you read the synopsis of Cabin Fever, it's like group of teens get uh, a strange infection at a cabin in the woods. It doesn't seem like much, but there was real there was there was really something to it. it especially back in the day, seeing it 20 fucking
4: years ago mm-hmm. before there were another 700 Teens go to a cabin movies. Exactly.
1: And his premises are always cool to me. Like his premises are always like solid A's. Like the premise for Hostel, the premise mm-hmm. for Green Inferno, his Cannibal Holocaust riff.
3: Oh, He's got pretty good taste. I remember he programmed a series at the New Beverly and I saw quite a few good ones there, including Cannibal Holocaust. which is,
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Right. Which obviously inspired him. But the actual execution of the movies is never quite up to snuff for me. And it's been really annoying because when you see a good premise like that, you want you want it to follow through. This movie is different because it's based on a trailer in a different movie. In the Grindhouse experiment that Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez did thanksgiving was one of the trailer the fake trailers in between the two halves of that film white meat dark meat all will be carved and it's the best (laughs) part of the movie like as far as i'm concerned yeah it was pretty gritty is gritty it was very like greasy adherent yes adherent to the style of just like a real like slasher S- just yes yeah, sleazy slasher that you go to the drive-in and kind of look at every once in a while while you're making out you know
4: but it was also devastating and i'm gonna drop some deep lodge lore on you guys <laughs> it was devastating to lodge master and i because we were at the time writing a thanksgiving themed <laughs> horror movie that's right and saw that trailer mm. and were. Stopped dead we're in just our like, tracks. Well, there it is. We never even opened. I think that was before we even had final draft. It was yep. probably a word doc. Yep.
1: And our movie was set in Pumpkin Pines. I remember oh. that. That was the town. Yeah. And yeah, we were like, "Well, that's fucking done." And then twenty odd years later, we had <laughs> we had so much time. We had time. But here's the movie. And before we talk about. Thanksgiving the movie. How do you get the protein as quick as possible into the bloodstream? A little schnapps.
3: Right, Tomatoes. After a Black Friday riot ends in tragedy, a mysterious Thanksgiving-inspired killer terrorizes Plymouth, Massachusetts, the birthplace of the holiday. Picking off residents one by one, what begins as random revenge killings are soon revealed to be part of a larger, sinister holiday plan. Will the town uncover the killer and survive the holidays or become guests at his twisted holiday dinner table? Question mark.
1: Sounds like a slam dunk, right? mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, how do you fuck that up? I know that Eli Roth purports to have comedy in his films, and sometimes there is some funny stuff. I think it's been diminishing comedic returns since uh, Cabin Fever, but... This one seems to be kind of reaching for it at least initially you know because we have this black friday riot that is a satire of january 6th riots almost mm-hmm. like that's what the feeling you get a little bit and they're going through the security footage trying to locate all of the people
2: that participated in this violent riot like that's so ripe I know, but I was confused about the time period. Me too. Because I was like, who does Black Friday exactly. in the 2020s? Exactly, exactly. the kids are stopping up. at Best Buy to get a it's, cell phone on but Thanksgiving. The, yeah, but then it's
1: all fucked. It's like all these these kids are going to the movies and they see literally hundreds of people streaming into this Walmart type store. And they're like, let's go stop by. I got to get a new phone. Yeah, I got to go in there. And they're like, What? Like,
4: what? Well, the girl's dad owned the store, so they get VIP access. And the guy's phone broke because he got into a fight with a
2: rival football player. (laughs) Keep up, dude. Yeah. Spent a lot of time on that other football player.
4: (laughs) Like, I
2: think what happened was that was
4: conceived of 10 years ago. Yes. And he was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm keeping it in. It's still a comment on rampant consumerism which didn't go away because we're buying shit on the internet. Right. Black Friday sales are still up since that was written. So just because people aren't getting trampled to death, the sentiment of it is still alive and well.
1: My hope was alive and well during this riot because people, they were all promised a free waffle machine and they're just killing each other, like straight up killing each other for them. (laughs) Which I'm like, okay, like that's to me like a Thanksgiving slasher movie that Eli Roth is delivering. Like that has to be the level. Like that yeah. you have to keep that heightened level going for this type of tale to really hit. But yeah, it,
3: it gives a lot of who done it. Um, <laughs> Gina Gershon dies, which hurt. I, that I, hurt I, when I, I saw
1: I, her. I was like, thank God. Mommy's here. Yeah, It wasn't to be. She
0: died and she died kind of unceremoniously. I had to close my
2: eyes at that part.
1: She gets run over by a shopping cart that rips part of her scalp off. That was a good scalp rip.
0: It was good. But I was like, but a scalp rep don't kill ya. I know she got run over by the cart, but yeah, like- we, need, it was we needed more
1: of a neck her, break. Her
0: death was clutch for the film. Yeah. I needed it to hit home a
1: little mm-hmm. harder. Yeah, that's
3: true. But people's sexiest man alive- Patrick Dempsey. Is all through this movie. And uh, <laughs> looking, I, I, was, I he's, he's got two movies coming out. So I'm, I I think people like rigged yes. it a little bit. To, this is
1: Bishke's conspiracy corner. Yeah. <laughs> I want
3: to believe. I
1: want to believe. What's your official conspiracy?
3: If you got two movies coming out, like you're in the running and people's contacting you and, like, you want to be sexiest man. People,
1: yeah. the magazine. People, the magazine. Yeah. <laughs> Not just random people saying, you want to be sexiest man,
4: <laughs> Yeah. I but think. First Rotten Tomatoes is is crooked and now people's sexiest man alive is nothing sacred (laughs) no it's yeah
1: it's like if you want a hollywood star on the hollywood walk of fame your people can arrange that yeah Mm. yeah i think that's what it is i mean patrick dempsey is throughout this as the likable what is he the sheriff or whatever but once there starts to be a question of who's the killer he's not around anymore anybody they want you to suspect just stops being in the movie for a while Mm-hmm. which, oh my God, am I just grumpy? Or is this just so paint-by-the-numbers a movie that they just put a Thanksgiving skin on? Yeah.
4: I think I, I, it seems like y'all wanted an elevated horror film. I
1: wanted and, something that wasn't boring the shit out of me. Damn, shots fired. <laughs> yeah. Axes I mean, thrown. I mean, every kill in this was... It started to have an idea. Like, he's using Thanksgiving implements sometimes to kill these people. Like, he uses corn cob holders to jam in this girl's ears. But the corn cob holders, like, they should be like comedically a little longer. He stabs him in. They wouldn't really even do much. It doesn't. Or seem you could like. just
2: stick the like corn on the cob like down her throat. You know, or what? Look, <laughs> or <laughs> Lucas's uh, idea.
0: You could have done that ten years but ago. But. I,
2: yeah, but I, I right. guess like I I echo your sentiment, uh, Lodge Master, just because it felt like very belabored setup like it was very convoluted and, and it wasn't when, funny and, enough and, to pull that off and when the girl was like we're gonna check the footage he's like yeah but it's from a year ago she's like no it doesn't like it like doesn't erase for another for like a year or yeah. whatever i was like checked out i was like uh, oh, and, the, and
1: the script is so fucking bushy still like it's a first draft like they talk for so long about fucking nothing they go in circles and you're just sitting there
2: like I'm a fucking Thanksgiving slasher movie. Like, let's well, do this, guys. That's what's interesting is, like, you would think that if you had a Thanksgiving slasher premise, it lends itself to the home invasion, and you can, like, set the whole movie around. Like the is this a live rewrite? This could be a live rewrite. There it is. I don't even know. It, I don't is. know. I'm just, it is. I'm just rapping. Do it live! I'll write it, and we'll do it live! You could set it up where... Yeah, you have the cold open be the trauma that turns the, the the normal person crazy so that they don the mask of of John Irving or whoever he Carver. is Carver Carver, <laughs> excuse me. And then like cuts to like a year later everyone's getting called back home for Thanksgiving dinner and it's kind of like I know what you did last summer where maybe there's a mystery or maybe they witnessed something but they never got help or told the truth. And so yeah, this this person or this entity has come back to punish them, you know, and, and he shows up at their house just as they're about to eat and you kind of make it like, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know, where Sally Hardesty's trying to get out of this sure, house of horrors. Sure, at the family dinner. And maybe you can go from house to house, you know, like you're, you're running from fam- like from one family's Thanksgiving dinner to another family's sure, Thanksgiving sure. dinner, and like you can have different implements and different tools used, and it just gets Different crazy.
1: families have different traditions, and then so gets, they have different weapons. And then it gets
2: crazier and crazier or where it winds up, where it does, where it's like, oh, cannibal, he's going to like cook these people or like serve these people to some other people. But you have to have it like pay off where like the killer really has an axe to grind, so to speak. Whereas yes. in, in this, when it was revealed, it was kind of like it's It was shrug, fucking it was obvious because like, okay. the
1: body type of the killer matches only one of these fucking actors. <laughs> and it's so
2: obvious the whole time.
0: I know. I was like, they could have given the Pilgrim a jacket to at least <laughs> yeah, hide his body type. Well, I knew
2: it was him as soon as he was like, don't trust anybody.
0: Oh, of course. It was like, it was
2: like be, yeah. be careful
4: of who you course. trust. I was
2: like, who says that except the killer? Like,
4: yeah, we, we sussed him out pretty quick.
0: I mean, let me just jump in a little Please. and say, you know, it. there was a budget. I was glad it, there were some jokes. I was glad it was looking good. Like it it was boring, but it went down easy.
5: Oh, boy. It was
0: not a very like, I was glad. I have to say that we weren't in one house for a meal yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. time. Like we went to the shopping mall. We went about, <laughs> we, we, did we, go got up. Up. we had that
2: like dark night turkey parade. We, all had, a, of a we sudden. had a turkey
0: parade. There was a lot of budget. And I was glad.
2: Everything that was good about this
1: movie was in the trailer and better.
0: Well fair enough. Mm. Uh, here's our, here's the main problem. I think is that it was not the daughter's story and they were trying no. to make it the daughter's the story. Daughter yeah. But yeah. It was so never boring. her there,
2: story. There was a point of view problem for sure. A or, big or, or, point of view and, problem. And all the actors weren't strong either. That was no. the other problem. And like, the, the random ass,
0: it, there were so many people there at that store mm-hmm. doing <laughs> shit, being mean, <laughs> killing people, ramming mm-hmm. people, whatever. And then he picked all the, fr- like just the friends. I mean, he had a really thin reason for why why he did that he picked the friends and then he picked that one lady like there was a lot of people to kill right and he's mm. gonna kill them
2: yeah I thought maybe it was the security guard who got trampled at first that's what I thought because I was like everyone thought he was dead yeah and then he takes the mask off and his face is all just like covered with scars from the glass that exploded you guys were so miserable the whole movie that it didn't
4: matter who the killer was at all well it was no, obvious I who to it know. was
0: I still needed to know I needed him to take that mask off
2: I was like great transitions
1: I was like I think I think I know who the killer is, and if he's the killer, I'm really pissed. And lo, it was him. It was Patrick Dempsey. There you go. I'm <laughs> Bad Boy Dempsey. Fuck this movie. Anyway, they had the opportunity to have the new shower, psycho shower scene. It's the trampoline scene, mm. it's the scene in the trailer that made the trailer super memorable. And it's this cheerleader bouncing on his trampoline. The killer's underneath with a knife sticking up through the trampoline. Is she going to land in on it? Oh, my God. I can't even look. He botches it so hard because he rushes it. I like, know. you could have made such a meal out of that
4: scene, Eli Roth. And you just
1: treated it like it was somebody blowing their nose.
0: Could have milked it more, but it was still effective.
4: Her landing on the knife with her foot, I think, was a good addition. Because if I remember, glitched. I haven't seen the trailer in 20 years. She just straight up lands on the knife in a splits position, <laughs> yes. right? Yes. yes. Oh, that's uh,
1: that's the punchline. That's the, 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 the punchline.
4: Right.
1: Punch she could land on the foot first. I don't know. Bishki, what do you think?
3: I mean, I don't mind a stupid slasher. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Slasher is kind of my horror genre yeah but eli's kills like they're not fun to me they're like, not good enough they're just they're just so brutal and you know the the old torture porn stuff i know um, he loves that yeah and i just can't um enjoy them I, I, I
1: well the tone was fucked up the tone like there there were like people in our audience that were just laughing reflexively at anything yeah. you know and
0: they were loving it they, they were, were loving laughing. it it was
1: a fucking easy to please that's an 18 a ticket crowd that's a crowd mm. that paid for this fucking good time mm.
4: that's a crowd that got sloppy drunk at the burbank wine walk absolutely
1: a movie afterwards that is absolutely correct but like there are ridiculous situations like he is basting a woman <laughs> and then cooking her. Mm. And it's not fun. Mm. Like it's it, it could be twisted fun and it is fucking not.
4: Now, are, are you getting so worked up here because of the wasted potential? Because I don't disagree with you necessarily, right. but compared to what? Like, we just had three (laughs) fucking Halloween movies where, oh. Two let's, of the kills were good let's out of talk three about, movies. Let's
1: talk about Halloween, because he arbitrarily burns half his mask to look like Michael Myers. <laughs> that and was then, weird. I didn't. And then there's that. a fucking nightmare. He, he comes out presumably in the garb of a firefighter, I like know, in fucking I Halloween. Know. Right. I was like, I what is that. happening? And then she I has a nightmare that. where he bursts out looking exactly like Michael Myers out of the fire and grabbing her. The digi, the
2: digi
1: This is on the same level as fucking halloween all that halloween bullshit to me yeah it's exactly at the same level because it sucks there was hope in that little trailer 20 odd years ago it stuck with us it stuck with the fucking horror consciousness and you fucking botched it he could have brought some of that style to this he could have made it a grimy grindhouse movie instead of a just it's like total, a
0: CW kind of It's a of look. total
1: anonymous CW it, 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 feel par- to it. Paramount Plus is what I was it's thinking. It's a little mm. plusy.
3: Yeah, it was a little plusy. It could have been period. I think that would have added to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Ma- anything
1: to um, anything to make it grittier. Different like something something new. I
0: didn't see that grindhouse trailer and so for me it was just the film and and it was like sort of like scream. It was like fine. You know, like it was easy to, I mean, the the kills weren't, were gross. And, but I always know that about Eli Roth. So, I mean, whatever. But like, like I thought it was like for a slasher Thanksgiving movie. Like it was to me fine.
1: I guess that is why I'm pissed. It's, it's the unrealized potential. Just like when they brought Halloween back. I'm like, you have all the toys. You have everything ready with this movie. It's like, you have a good enough budget. You have a template in the trailer. Just expand on that and fucking find the tone that connected with everybody. But it wasn't to be.
0: Did anybody laugh at any point?
2: I laughed when that one student was like reading his Thanksgiving report and then like wiped his tears in his shirt and he had like a six pack of ass. That
1: was like some other writer came in and was like, "Uh, put a little something in here to make people smile. And he's like, okay. That got me. Yeah, that was good.
3: I laughed when the guy said, we're all going to be 50% off.
1: Oh, I, oh yeah. I, I, I laughed at that I too. I thought
3: that's a but quality. I, that's joke. a
1: repeat of an earlier <laughs> joke, where they show half of a woman's body next to a fifty percent off sign. It's oh, a repeat, just like that. at the end when oh, Patrick yeah. Dempsey is like, "This Thanksgiving there will be no leftovers," and then her line to him is, "You're right. This Thanksgiving there will
4: be no leftovers." That was, <laughs> pretty, ah! that was pretty goddamn. Lame. God I, damn I, I it. Know, I think the the ball was fumbled at the goal line, but I thought
0: the one yard It was line. still one yacht I mean, I
4: thought it was still a pretty fun ride, but before that, I mean, I wasn't like sitting there with my arms crossed, fuming. Oh boy! Yeah. No, I <laughs>
3: thought it was more fun than, than the Halloween movie. I was pretty much. the most part. and
4: I was stoned to the bone. I was ready for this. It felt Halloween adjacent. I mean, I thought the teenagers were well
1: written. <laughs> I, I mean, thought they were fucking terrible. I hated everybody. In How this about movie. that? When is the that, last that, time
4: you saw? Teens you did like. These teens were like falling asleep on camera. What that you, main girl. What about that She her eyes were just fucking
1: dimming. They a, were
4: just dimming out. What about the Listen, Listener, thing? we're gonna just slowly get out of the edge <laughs> yes. right now. I fear for my life. I would like to spend Thanksgiving with my family this year, and
2: I don't you, feel safe. No, no this is our, our Thanksgiving to die. No what, one is leaving. What about the Steve Buscemi kid that was? Oh, like, oh, writing salad people's, character, yeah, writing salad characters.
1: Okay, okay, this is the one redeeming aspect of this movie. Baby Buscemi. Would I call looked him up. He's not related to Steve Buscemi. <laughs> but there is a kid in this movie that has really no reason to be there. I thought he might be the killer somehow right, because why else is he in this movie? Yeah. He looks like a little Steve Buscemi. (laughs) Like if you took Steve Buscemi, de-aged him and crunched him down a
4: little bit, it is wild. It's like a live action big mouth character. (laughs) Yes,
1: it's wild to see this kid move around. His voice, his mannerisms. He's like an elf. 1,000% Buscemi. Someone needs to give that kid a
3: movie. Oh my God. We needed way more him, yeah. Like a License to Drive reboot with him.
1: Loyal LodgeCast listeners, if you would like to buy us a succulent snack, delicious drink, or simply contribute to the cause, Venmo us at MovieLodgeCast, and we'll give you a soulful shout out on a future episode. Now, back to the show.
4: Hold on, I want to coax some love and light out of please, Lodgemaster please, here. Master please, This pains me. The fucking scene where the security guard dies, he has a cat, and the killer takes a beat and feeds his cat before he leaves after killing him. That's fine. That's fine. I'm okay Sustained.
2: with that.
1: But that was the scene where I was like, that squat that the killer just did, that's pure Patrick Dempsey. There's no other person that would look like that. In this fucking movie. So I was like already, I was already moving on I was from confused. That.
2: Do you need a passport to go to the DR? Isn't DR the U.S. of A? No. It's yeah, oh, a, okay. a question. But what do we think about the mask, like the John Carver mask itself? It's oh, fine. I, I, I thought yeah. it kind of looked a little too much like a Florida redneck. You know, kind of like didn't look that scary. It looked like a guy that would be drinking Coors or something. Well, and the well, other—would it
4: be scary though if everyone in the towns wearing them? That's the
1: thing. It's like there was hundreds of them in mm-hmm. this movie. Like they give them out like paper cups. You know, you kind of want a mask to be special, I think. And then if he burns it, if he has to burn it and be like Michael Myers, then it seemed like it was proprietary to this movie. Like the killer has the cool burned one. But then he takes that one off and gets a fresh one. Takes it right off. That
2: was confusing. what? Why was Patrick Dempsey making it so complicated if he was (laughs) sad that Gina Gershon died? Why wouldn't he just like, you know, kill all the people that killed her as as a cop and he would still get immunity. He could like walk, you know, and be like, my life was threatened. They came at me.
0: Here's the other thing. That gentleman is the sheriff and there's a big old killer on the loose yeah. and he just has time to go kill? Yeah. No. He like, <laughs> he like takes a lot of time to set shit up, yeah. to go off, to, I'd be like, to properly where is season, the sheriff?
1: To season I'm and like, bake a is woman. the
0: sheriff? He needs to be running this investigation.
1: What do we think about the turkey woman who gets prepared as the meal, which was also in the trailer? I thought that was pretty well done. I think it had... intended. P- again, it, it had potential. I like when he sliced a bit off for her husband. But again, it's like there was no style to it. It's like, let's get real close and see the knife cutting through the meat or something. It was just kind of in a medium shot. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I did, I did like when he said to the owner of the uh, Right Mart, he's like, you sell to consumers... But tonight, you are the consumer as he serves him a cut
2: of his <laughs> wife's <laughs> thigh meat. <sighs> okay, the Eli Ross voice is the modulated killer voice. Of course. Of course. Let's
1: go to those Thanksgiving bones.
5: I can in the bones.
4: Who's going to be the first served? Hey, hold on. I think you should go first, Mr. Ceremonial Hothead. No way. Get it out of your system. No way. Fucking fire the first shot. Fire the first blunderbuss. He's
1: never done that. I'm giving the final word on this piece of shit. (laughs) just you are first to bone.
0: First to bone. Well, you know what I I thought this movie. I'm just going to give it an F for fine. It was perfectly fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. You know,
0: it was like it reminded me of what's the Christmas movie that was like that's Black like Christmas. No, 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 that was a good one. It was the the one where it's like you know the Christmassy bad guy. It's like <laughs> God, you know, he's, you he's like a creature. It was recently. Krampus. 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 Ah, it very the Christmassy much kind of, bad guy. It, it kind of reminds me of Krampus and that I hated Krampus because it was like all a dream <laughs> but it's like perfectly fine for the holiday you got like no Thanksgiving horror movies yeah. like it's it's fine it's the bar like okay even exist. like I'll put it on I was definitely bored but I was also like and it was just like I did not want to prolong the gross scene so I'm on the opposite side of you on that I didn't really want a grind house film I I mean I don't like all that Eli Roth torture shit So the fact that he cut back on that a little bit, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with the CW I don't want his
1: torture shit either.
0: I'm fine with all of that. The story did not hold water for me. So looking just fine. People were looking nice and pretty. Fine. (laughs) I'm going to give it two bones.
4: Two. Utah, give me two. Who who
1: next?
0: Who next?
4: Brother Justin. I had a little bit of a different experience during this movie. (laughs) I also thought it was perfectly fine. I would say that I was enjoying the hell out of it for about (laughs) an hour. Uh, The problem for me is I didn't think it really hung its hat on the whodunit aspect. So because I sussed out old Patrick Dempsey early, (laughs) it didn't really bother me. It wasn't really, you know, dependent on that. But The ending does suck pretty hard and that you lose a bone there for sure. The half a bone that it gained when I saw a Krull poster in the (laughs) metalhead gun dealer's room (laughs) was lost at that rushed and weird and anticlimactic ending that had a lot of potential. When you... Established that a girl can load a musket because she had to do it in one of her dad's commercials. (laughs) And then she ends up just shooting an inflatable turkey instead of shooting the bad guy in the face. Right, right. Giant turkey. Pretty lame there with that ending. And then the whole dream fake-out fire ending. Uh, The only only (laughs) thing I can say about that to justify it really is that I guess it's just for teens who haven't seen... 600 horror yeah. movies like we Correct. have, so that's yeah. that, yes, that trope is going to be new to them. Yep, even though Lodge Master is my soulmate. Yes, <laughs> sorry to my wife, sorry to Lodge <laughs> Mr. Smilly. They understand there's uh, an
1: understanding there. The
4: eight feet between us in this theater was it's too far, uh, too far, and we were not sharing a brain because I thought some of the kills were fun, they weren't the greatest thing I've ever seen, but they were enjoyable. The pacing was good. It had a good energy to it, a good flow. I think they probably even cut out a lot of shit because there were weird moments where it was like, oh, yeah, I've met that deputy. And it's like, we don't yeah. know, get to yeah, know this fucking hard charge. It's called inept all. direction. Or editing, who right. knows? Why not both? <laughs> yeah, so uh, for me, uh, I enjoyed this a hell of a lot more. This was riding high at Three Bones for a bit, but that ending was pretty lousy. So I'm going two and a half bones.
1: Two and a half from Brother Justin. I respect it. respect how you worked through it. Hothead!
2: <laughs> Unleash! I Yeah, I really like the original Grindhouse trailer. When I saw it, it made me laugh really hard. The Grindhouse movie, not so much. Um, but I guess all the trailers have been made into movies except for Edgar Wright's don't. So we'll have to look on the horizon for that. And Rob
1: Zombie's uh, Fu Manchu, Nicolas Cage movie. Ah, that's right. I beg your pardon. I guess (laughs) there's a couple
2: more. Um, And then, yeah, I forgot about it. And then when this new Thanksgiving trailer dropped, I watched it a couple times. It was just, like, shown in the theaters when I was seeing other movies, and it got me. I was like, "This, I can be on board with this. Like, this seems like you're doing it right. (laughs) Um, But then when we got here tonight... Uh, yeah, just the the cold opening, I was kind of like, hmm, I don't know. And then as it unfolded, yeah, like all the scenes without the John Carver killer in them, I was just like trying to stay awake. I was really focusing hard. And then when people got murdered in the early going, you didn't really care about them because they were just randos kind of. So you just had to kind of bask in the goriness or gruesomeness of it. And so I, I did look away and flinch a, a bunch of times because I was just like, oof, like just hurts me to see, yeah, like real world wounds in in real time. <laughs> and as it went on, yeah, I, I, I figured out. I, I mean, I was kind of, sh- I was pretty sure it was Patrick Dempsey, but when he was like, yeah, I don't trust anyone. I was like, okay, it's definitely him. Let's see how they reveal it. And the reveal was kind of clunky because it's like, we thought maybe it was the tow truck driver boyfriend who broke his arm. We can't play baseball anymore. That's a motive. <laughs> and then Dempsey's like, I'll get him. And then bang, bang, bang. Dempsey's like, he got away. And Sounds I'm like re-. a goosebump soap opera. Yeah. And so I was just like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. And then it's like, surprise, Sydney. It is me because Gina Gershon had my baby. And it's like, what? Like, is this a soap opera? Like, where are we right now? <laughs> It's like Michael Myers is like, yeah, like they killed my dog. Like, that's why I'm back in Haddonfield. Um but yeah, for the original trailer and for the title and the concept, I, I give it one bone, one one turkey hmm. leg. There bone. it is. Leg. One wishbone. Brother
3: Bishki, Sounds like you're going easy on this one. Oh, I'm pretty easy. I, I was kind of ODing on prestige for a while Yeah, there. right? And <laughs> cut it down uh, to size. And so I was like, tonight, you know what? I'm going to kick back. I'm going to get a yard of beer. Yes. And I'm going to go to this stupid Eli Roth movie, and I'm just going to, like, kind of turn the brain off and just ride the Burbank wine walk crowd <laughs> into theater and and watch a slasher. And, that's right. And that's what I did. In those plush rockers. In the plush rockers. And, um, you know, Eli... I don't think you know has much talent directorially <laughs> I killer you know his kills I don't like but he does have this kind of sense of humor and personality that he brings to it he does have kind of a sense of humor and kind of a personality yeah yeah Where you just kind of like you can see his face behind it all um so yeah I'm, I'm gonna go easy it's Thanksgiving you know sit mm. back watch watch a stupid movie today or tomorrow <laughs> on Black Friday, and give it two bones. Two. <laughs> give me two. <sighs> Listen, I don't want to be a
1: curmudgeon about this, but it does. Justin, thank you for bringing up Halloween, because this it's it's lighting that same fucking fire in me that Halloween did. And it's because the director, the both directors, I will invoke David Gordon Green, hopefully never again, but I will bring him up. <laughs> He's coming back. He is coming back, though. He for Halloween he had so many years to just soak it in, become a a talented director and then know what to do with it and he fucking botched it so fucking hard. Eli Roth has been at this horror game for so long. He's seen everything. He knows
2: every trope. He's clever. Yeah, he's very smart.
1: But he makes the most fucking milk toast movie based on an amazing
2: trailer that he made. Well, I will point out, I noticed in the credits that Eli Roth did not write this. It was like Jeff Rendell. And when I looked him up, I think this is the only thing he's ever done or written or produced besides... Uh, I think he produced Cabin Fever with Eli, but sure. maybe it was Jeff's baby and it took 20 years to get made because Jeff maybe wanted to. Well, Eli's it or, got or a story know.
1: credit and, you know, he's all over this and he signed his name to this. So where is the originality? Like, where is the actual fun? It represents fun and it entertained the wine walk audience like gangbusters. Like when he puts parsley in between the turkey woman's toes this woman fucking lost her mind she was like "Woo, woo!" like that's an easy fucking crowd that's shooting fish in a barrel yeah I expected more the pacing was shit I was bored out of my mind and ah I gotta give it a Roger Ebert Memorial Halfbone for that Busemi kid I hated 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 this movie <laughs> that fucking Busemi face Buscemi. Little boy, baby Busemi. I want to see you in every movie. God damn, he was a fucking bright shining star in this pile of shit. He had that Chucky Sauce gleam in his eyes. Oh eye. my god. And and again, dear listener, this character had no reason being in this movie. He did literally nothing. Oh, he was great. But Midian, he's Midian great.
0: A random subplot. Oh I agree. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Keep your eye out for this Busemi kid. I think his name is Jordan Poole. Mm -hmm. I looked him up because I'm like, what the fuck is, is it, is this like Steve Buscemi Jr.? Like, who is this? And they should have tried to get Steve Buscemi to be not, I guess not his dad in this, the dad character, but like maybe his grandpa, you know, like imagine Steve Buscemi on a float that says Plymouth Rocks and he's playing a guitar. That's the movie
3: I want to fucking see. There may be Thanksgiving too, but. We do have to settle some score. Let's fucking settle it. I oh
1: man, they better, these critics better not let me down.
4: Right,
1: left, right, left, left, it's time I settle
4: left, the score. You know it's 100. No, it's 65. 100. Oh, I man, I feel so bad that you're in such pain right now, but you might be on a float. In the Thanksgiving parade <laughs> By yourself here Because I think critics oh, This I've, is on the This is on the high side I've For seen, his movies I've
1: seen little Like headlines Where it's like Eli Roth returns With a funny new Take on the Holiday horror And I'm just like Oh man This better be fucking funny What is it? This is,
4: this is at least 65 it's, it's, I'm gonna say 69 I'll say 69
1: Cause 69 You're all low 83 Whoa <laughs> Oh. I'm fucking, I'm out of here. Oh. I'm fucking out of here. 83? How oh. many? How many critics? 86. Oh, fuck. What? Oh, Wowza.
4: Horse, well, Horse there's Party.
0: not many Thanksgiving it's, films. Oh, it's because man. they
4: don't expect shit.
0: Yeah, and the budget this was bigger. The
4: the expectation for this is zero. Yeah. I mean, it was based on a trailer from twenty years ago. That's true. No one gets right, audience anymore.
0: score.
3: How's the Burbank Wine Walk
0: it's crowd? It's gonna be higher. 100%. And it's gonna make me puke. No, I'm going I'm going with seventy.
1: I'm going with ninety.
3: No, they I mean, there's only a hundred weighing in so far, but seventy eight percent okay yeah so the critics are loving it even more than our wine walkout damn it i could hear that smile
1: i could hear that smile in your voice you knew you knew they loved it yeah Ah, well another franchise that is gonna fucking drive me absolutely up the wall yeah every
3: thanksgiving
1: Woo! All right. Well, thanks for putting up with my tantrums, y'all. And this is a very special day. It's a day of community <laughs> for us. And I am thankful for all of you and everybody who has ever appeared on the Lodgecast. Happy Thanksgiving
3: to you. And we're thankful to you, Lodge Master.
1: Yeah.
3: Love and light.
0: <laughs> Thankful to gather for sure.
3: Yes, love and light, everyone. Happy,
0: Happy
2: Thanksgiving.
5: Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Gubble, gubble.
1: thousand percent Boussini.